This week is Parshas Devarim, it's also Shabbos Chazayin. And uh, this week, Shabbos is also Erev Tishabav. So let's learn first about how to prepare for Shabbos Chazayin. And then we will talk about this unique situation that uh, Tishabav presents this year, being Matzah Shabbos and Sunday. So preparing for Shabbos, you can shower for Shabbos uh, with lukewarm water. Again, not, not using hot water, but you can take more of a... I guess more of a shower than hopefully you've been taking the the rest of the week, even if you are very uncomfortable. On Shabbos, you can take a little bit more of a shower. Um, cutting nails is permitted, Lekavit Shabbos, and likewise um, shaving on other parts of the body other than uh, the a person's beard or hair. And waxing eyebrows are equivalent to cutting nails and can be done, Lekavit Shabbos, or obviously for a mikvah, the Altvila. Freshly laundered clothing can be worn for Shabbos, and when you're preparing Shabbos food, you should try not to taste food that might contain meat or wine, but if it's necessary, you can taste it, but you should try not to swallow it. So if you have to taste it, you can, and then, and don't swallow it. Children, even though they're not allowed to eat meat and wine during the nine days, but if, let's say, you always serve them their Friday night Shabbos meal, and then they go to sleep, before it actually becomes Shabbos, you can do that on Erev Shabbos. And uh, although essentially uh, it's not Shabbos yet, it's their Shabbos meal, and that's fine. It's already a time usually that it could be Shabbos. It's a time that essentially you could be Mikabal Shabbos, and then therefore that's, that's fine, that you can do. It's permitted to polish shoes for Shabbos. Uh, during the rest of the nine days, you shouldn't polish shoes, but for Shabbos you can polish shoes. If you have absolutely nothing to wear, or no tablecloth, or no towels for Shabbos, so if you run, if you totally run out of uh, clothing that you need, you can have, um, best is to have a non-Jew wash it for you. If you don't have access to a non-Jew, you can do it yourself. But the best is to have a non-Jew do it. Um, new, clo- new clothing, actual new clothing, shouldn't be worn even on Shabbos. I believe this only applies to new clothing, like outer clothing. It doesn't apply to new underwear or new socks. That you can wear you know, in any case, because the new the newness is no special, there's nothing special about new socks. But um, the rest of the cl- other clothing, you can't wear new clothing even on, even on Shabbos. Meat and wine are allowed on Shabbos, and it's allowed throughout the whole Shabbos. There's no uh, Suda Mavsekis this year, because when it's a Shabbos, is Erev Tishavah, we don't do a Suda Mavsekis. So, but Shalashudas, you can eat if you choose to eat meat and wine, you can have meat and wine by Shalashudas up till the time that you have to stop eating, which is by Shkia. Um, the Havdalah, now I noticed actually in the sheet that I uh, I sent out, there was, there was a slight mistake. You can just pay attention. It says that you can have by Shalashudas after Shkia and after Tzais. It's from previous years when Shabbos is not Erev Tishabav. I forgot to correct that. So you can only eat until Shkia. Um, Havdalah is, um, Havdalah this year is, um, is not done because it's, uh, because it's Tisha B'Av. And, um, therefore you, so here it's, it's very interesting how it works with Havdalah. So what we do is like this, we make, we make a Barim Ha'esh and, generally it's done in shul. So someone lights a candle in shul and they make a bar ish. So if your husband's going to be doing it in shul, so then you can do it yourself at home. Ideally, there's, there's, enough, there's enough time after Shabbos until Marav begins that everybody could do it at home. So the ideal would be for the husbands to make a, take out a candle and do bar ish at home 
and to be mighty the whole family and and you know and then therefore and then you get it done but if he didn't and he went to shul and he's going to bury mahareish in shul then you can do it on your own at home taking a havdalah candle and you make a bury mahareish that's the only thing you do matzah shabbos you don't make um havdalah obviously you don't make besamim the only thing you do is on a on a candle you make bury mahareish if someone um needs to break their fast so now i'm talking about an adult if an adult has to break their fast because they're sick so they can break their fast. They have to make Abdullah first. So uh, when, let's say, during the day on Tisha B'Av, you have to break your fast, you have to make Abdullah first. So you make Abdullah, all you say is Baruch Prayer Gafen and Baruch HaMavdul. You don't make Basamim on Tisha B'Av, and you're not going to be making Basamim Matzah Tisha B'Av when you make Abdullah either. Now, on Tisha B'Av itself, if you do have to make Abdullah, you should not preferably use wine or grape juice, if possible. Rather, you should use beer, if you drink beer or if you have beer. Uh, if not, then you could make on grape juice. Um, if you have a child around, then give it, rather give it to the child. So the, the, in, order is, uh, in order of what's best, is first is to not make it on wine at all, if possible, make it on beer. If, you don't, if that's not an option, then rather give it to a child. If there's no child around that can drink it, that's, you have to have, there has to be a child that's old enough to be yitze with you. So it has to be a child that's like six or seven at least. So give it to a child like that. If no child like that is available, then just drink it yourself, if you should have to drink on Tisha B'Av. What's interesting is that for children, though, even though the children are the age of chinuch, we do not require them to make havdalah before they eat on Tishabav. So even children who are eating on Tishabav, who typically are old enough and are obligated in havdalah, they will be yitz havdalah together with the rest of us on Sunday night, Matzah Tishabav. And the reason is, is because chinuch doesn't require us to teach them to do something that we ourselves don't do. So being that we're not eating on Tishabav and we're not making havdalah on Tishabav, so we don't have to require them to make havdalah on Tishabav, they'll just make havdalah with us Matzah Tishabav, and uh, they can eat as normal, you know, whatever it is that they're doing on Tishabav, they can, they can eat and, and drink as normal. Um, this, uh, when, when it becomes Matzah, the Matzah Shabbos, so this is the way it works. On Matzah Shabbos, as soon as it becomes Shkia, you have to stop eating and drinking. When it becomes Tzesek HaChavim, which is uh, either 50 minutes after this man or whatever you hold, so if you hold 60 minutes to 60 minutes, but let's say our, our, the shul's man is 50 minutes, so 50 minutes after the zman, that's when you say Baruch HaMadu and that's when you take off your shoes, and you also take off your Shabbos clothing. So that's what begins, that's when you start sitting on the floor. But up till Tzesek HaChavim, you can still keep your shoes on, and you can still sit on a regular seat, and you keep your Shabbos clothing on. So you don't do those kind of Avelos uh, um, until it's Tzesek HaChavim, until 50 minutes after Shkia. But beginning from Shkia, that's when you stop eating, and, and you stop drinking and you stop washing your hands that stops that stops from shkia again there's no sudam of sekas this year by shal shudas up till shkia you eat whatever you want and you don't eat an egg you don't do any of those things there's absolutely no sudam of sekas on shabbos um, pregnant and nurse, nursing women do have to fast on Tisha B'Av, and uh, if you have a specific question, or if you want to know like when it is that you could break your fast, if you're feeling sick, so give me a call and we can talk it through. But uh, essentially, there, tisha, this is not a Tisha B'Av Nidcha, it's a re- regular day of Tisha B'Av, so pregnant and, women, and, and uh, nursing women are included in this fast. Saying Tehillim on Tisha B'Av after Chatzais, is permitted according to many Paiskim, if you say Tehillim every day, but all other forms of Torah learning should be avoided on Tishabav other than the things that are allowed, which is like Yermio, Eov, obviously Tishabav books, uh, Tishabav themed books are also allowed. Um, 
all washing is prohibited on Tisha B'Av and washing hands is like on Yom Kippur, only up to the, the knuckles. Um, if, you ha- if your hands get dirty, like you change your baby, you can wash your hands uh, and you can also wash with a little soap if necessary because they got dirty. Um, when you wash, if you want to wash dishes, again, after Chatzais, if you want to wash dishes, you can, um, but also you, and even though your hands are going to get wet, that's fine. It's in the course of, of washing dishes. Um, cooking and food preparation, all that should only be done after chatzais. If your children need food, you can give them food. You know, if you have to bake them breakfast, you can make them breakfast. But for uh, uh, anything other than that, especially preparing for matzatainus, that should be done only. That should only be done after chatzais. Leather shoes are prohibited. You have to wear tishabov shoes or Crocs. Um, if you have a shoe, a shoe that's a, essentially a tishabov shoe, but it has like some leather strips on it just for decorative purposes, that's okay. I still remember in camp, there used to be like a long line to the the camp's paisek to bring your sneakers, you know, to, to, to determine whether it's decorative or it's part of the shoe. At least one of the preparations for Tisha B'Av. On Tisha B'Av, you don't greet a friend. So it means you don't say when you, if you do call someone again, there should be no phone calls before Chatzais. Regardless, but if you meet someone, you don't say Shalom Aleichem, you don't say Good morning. Good morning is part of greeting someone, so those things are not said on Tisha B'Av like an Abel. You just say, you know, you say, you know, like an Abel says, Yes, what? But um, but uh, if someone greets you, you don't have to be rude. You can you can re- reply to them, but you try to do it in a way that's indicative that today is Tisha B'Av. So you answer them softly. You don't be, give a big, loud, you know, good morning back to them. You say a soft good morning back to them, and hopefully they'll catch on that, that it's not really the appropriate um, approach to a day, uh, on a day like Tisha B'Av. Um, by Mincha, you're, you say uh, Nachem and you say Aneinu. You say both of them. Nachem is by Bainer Shalayim and Aneinu is by Shmakaleinu. And if you forget either one of them, you don't have to go back. But uh, you could say them at the end of Shemun Esrei by, by uh, Yil Ratzin. Matzah we continue. Uh, Matzah Tishabav this year will be making Havdalah. And um, if you don't want to wait for your husband to come home, you can make Havdalah yourself. Again, no Basamim, you just make a Bayer Gafen and and uh, the bracha of Hamavdal. Um, and uh, we don't eat meat, and we don't shower and listen to music and all that until the next day, Chatzais. So until Monday, Chatzais, that's when you can start doing laundry and all that. That has to wait until Chatzais and meat and, and etc. Um, but, you know, there is some leniency with a cold shower. If you're feeling very uncomfortable from Tisha B'Av, you could take a cold shower. But otherwise, you should continue. All the restrictions of the nine days should be kept until the following day. On uh, by 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 Chatzais.